Radio International. Oh, joy. Have a happy holiday. Free and easy, that's the way. It's fun time. Mr. Sun Time. That one time when everything goes your way. Through the summer with Eurovision Radio International. You're listening to Radio International with JP. Hi, this is Chris from Lord of Lost from Germany. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is our song, Blood and Glitter. Blood and Blanca Paloma from Spain. You are listening Radio Internacional with GP and this is my song Eaya. Enjoy. from the United Kingdom. You are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my track, I Wrote a Song. Enjoy! Estonia. Hey guys, this is Victor Krom from Estonia. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and my song this year is called Storm. All my life I wondered why I keep fighting all the time for a million reasons that I find, but I might, I might be all wrong. I've hit highs and I've hit lows, but somewhere down the winding road, it felt like I could lose it all, but I might, I might have been wrong. A storm like this can break a man like this, and when it all comes down, we're still safe and sound.
again The battle scars won't matter then But I might, I might be on A powerful new force is about to hit this city What are we gonna do now? The official spokesperson for the Eurovision Broadcasting Union, the EBU. You're listening to Radio International with JP. It's amazing. Hey, Linda, so are you. I keep saying this, and it's right. Hello there, welcome along to this week's edition of uh, Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience for the next uh, four hours. What's left of it? With a show packed full of good stuff. I'm going to tell you what we got on the show today. But kicking us off, musically, Victor Korn from Sweden. Although in 2019, he got the gig for Estonia. Representing Estonia with a song written by Stieg Rester. Who himself performed at Eurovision previously. Victor Korn and the Storm reached number 20 in the grand final of the Eurovision Song Contest 2019 in Tel Aviv as well. Now, on the show today, let's start off with a sad thing. We uh, received news only yesterday that Patricia Bredin has passed away at the age of 88. Patricia, a singer and actress uh, from the United Kingdom. She was the first British entry to the Eurovision Song Contest representing the United Kingdom back in 1957. We have a a tribute to it, which uh, also led us to restructure the show a little bit because David has really gone into uh, a lot of work to put some nice stuff together. It's going to be coming up in our fourth hour today, that tribute to Patricia Bredin. Linda Wachenmarkers represented the Netherlands in 2000. I had the pleasure to meet her just about six weeks ago on the Dutch island Vlieland as part of Jem La Vlie. I never met Linda before. So we have a lovely chat. We're going to be sharing that one with you in our second hour. Also, we got interviews from Eurovision 2023. Monica Linkite from Lithuania, as well as Iru from Georgia. And then from the Icelandic national final, we had the pleasure to meet Bragi. He went to visit the Melfest weekend in Stockholm as part of the Melody Festival and final. And the weekend organized by the fan club in Sweden. From the Malta Eurovision Song Contest, national final there, Giada gave us an interview. But we also do have the double threes as part of the Eurovision Spotlight. For that, I'll be joined by Alistair Randall. Then the Eurovision News this week, kindly given to us by Nick Van Liet. And David Mann, beside of doing the tribute to our P- Patricia Braden, he's also been in for the Eurovision birthday file as well as uh, the Eurovision Spotlight. Cover spot, that is. And uh, Javier Leal has got the Eurovision calendar for us. Well, if that isn't enough, well, we do have some music to play as well. And uh, we kicked off with a song from Israel, in uh, sorry, in, from uh, Estonia. And uh, yeah, let's now go from Estonia. We're moving over to Israel, to a young gentleman 
That came forth in the national final that was won by Dana International. But it was not 1998, it was... 2011. Israel. Hello, this is Shana Aroni from Israel. You are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song, All. Enjoy. Enjoy it in full flow. כאן מתפזר כמו ענן וקורא לה לבוא רץ במרדף עם הזמן מחכה שתבוא ימלא את כל העיר שהיא תבוא Powerful this is Shen Aharoni from Israel at the uh, national final Kadam in 2011. Dana International's return to the Eurovision Song Contest back then, but she didn't even make it into the final. Although being a previous winner. And Shen in the national final in Kadam reached number four with the song Or, which means light. So both gentlemen, Victor as well as Shen, both have new songs out. So let's go and enjoy the new song of Jenna Haroni. Mi muero de amor. Something in Spanish and not in Hebrew. I had the pleasure to meet Jen uh, a couple of times. In Portugal, actually, as part of the Setubal Eurovision Live concert in uh, recent years. But it's not happening this year. The concert has not been... Uh, scheduled because of uh, lacking funds 
Big Shane. But anyway, let's go and listen to the new song by Shen. It's once again called Mi Murero de Amor. And it's on the way right now as uh, we do this. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. New. New.
Ken or Shena Haroni and me, Muero de Amor. And uh, lovely, relaxing summertime piece of music. It is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. JP in the hot seat, taking you right through the summer of 2023. In some parts, sweltering hot, in some others, wet, wet, wet. Now, let's come up to the new song by Victor Kohn from Sweden. And he released that one just a couple of days ago. It's called All This Time. New. Baby, you got me, you got me crazy. Sugar, give me your all-time love. We could be dancing on flowers. I think I found the one. Yellow dress, you were shining. Saw the stars in your eyes like the thunder and light Only feels like I'm dreaming Can't believe what I see Am I walking on clouds? You know that I could be the wild one Get your mood on Write a sad song And if you wanna be someone To hold Horn and uh, there you go. That is his new song, All Time Love, from August of 2023. It is Radio International. Let's now start our little interviews we still have left from uh, the Eurovision pre-selection and the Eurovision Song Contest as well. Uh, Bragi, he took part at the uh, national final in Iceland. Speaking to the stars of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. And we had the big pleasure to meet Bragi. 
at the uh, Melfest weekend in Stockholm on the weekend of the final, the grand final of Melody Festival, and that was won by Lorraine, as we know. And the uh, Swedish uh, Melody Festival in Klöben, or in other words, OGAE Sweden, put together every year a nice pre party and after party as well. And to that, there's a press bit, and in the press bit, we meet those artists that they invited to perform on those parties. Let's go and listen to the interview with Bragi. Salman and Mark join me to chat with a young singer who actually is Swedish but uh, tried it in Iceland. Let's go and have a listen. We are here at the Melfest Weekend 2023 and with us one uh, representative who participated in the Icelandic pre-selection this year. It's uh, Bragi. So, how are you doing? I'm very well. I just came from Iceland actually this morning. I like everyone else maybe, but I'm a bit tired. But it's going to be a great weekend I think now with Melody Festival. And you participated this year at the Icelandic pre-selection. So, how did the idea come up to participate in it and to be part of it? Well, I, I actually live in in Sweden most of my life and I competed in the Swedish Idol uh, some years ago and um, the last two years I haven't been doing so much music actually but I thought I need to do something fun and they had uh, contacted me before some years ago and um, I thought I need to do something fun just what's more fun than to try to become a Eurovision singer so I, I started I chose to go there to Iceland and do it can you tell something about about the message of your song what is it about well it's actually about that uh, I was a bit lost myself uh, with what I should do and I thought everyone knew they uh, some people thought that I should do music something uh, thought I should play football because I played a lot of football and work you know it's all sort of stuff so it started with that and when people are like I mean I know that many people are feeling worse than I did but when you're feeling a little bit down it's good to have someone by your side so that's the chorus could carry on it's like a positive song but also a little bit like uh, I was lost <laughs> now we have the pleasure to speak to a real Icelander and uh, I would like to, to hear from you the name of your national final how you call it it's called Sönkvarkeppnen now we have it how it sounds real that, perfect Super. Yes. have you been watching Eurovision do you have any like uh, favorite past at Icelandic entry which you liked a lot yeah I mean I have to say uh, the song that should have won but couldn't win because of COVID. Think about things with Dali Freyr. That's I think that was a good song, and that's personally my favorite from Iceland. And then I know they from Iceland. They're very proud of um, the '99 entry. Salma. Yeah. They think that they came second. Yeah. And what are your future plans? Are you staying here in Sweden, or do you want to go back to your home country? Well, I'm. I actually think I'm gonna be a little bit back and forth so I'm going there to sing at an um, event uh, in two weeks um, but until now I'm I'm gonna stay here two weeks work a little bit on some new songs and um, and then um, yeah I'll be a little bit back and forth and just do I, I'm often often like this I just do th stuff that I think is fun and then everything will work out so I'll try to have as much fun as possible now will we see you again at the Eurovision uh, pre-selection maybe in Iceland or maybe here in 
the Melody Festival in the future? Yeah, uh, I would be open to it. So maybe, and uh, hopefully I can come up with a really, really, really good song and be uh, in the Eurovision as well. Great. So but, but also, are you writing music yourself? Yeah, Just a bit, songwriter yeah. as well. Okay. Yeah, a bit. And uh, would you also well, consider to to sing a duet with somebody together? And who would that be? Oof. I mean, um, do you want a Eurovision song? Or, uh, no, 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 can be any artist, any artist. <laughs> any artist. I mean, I, I love um, all these uh, like male kind of calm singers. I don't know, Ed Sheeran, Luz Capaldi, Sam Smith. It would be a dream to do, sing with one of them, but yeah, we'll now, see. Now this weekend is the final of Melody Festival in Friends Arena. Yeah. Uh, Louvain is taking part in it. Yeah. She won Eurovision in 2012 and uh, what do you think will she win this year's Melody Festival as well? Yeah I think so I think there's no doubt I mean you look at the odds and all around Europe she's loved so I think it would be a, actually a quite bad choice if Sweden didn't send her because I think she's got a good chance. Super. That's yeah, it. So it was a pleasure meeting you all the best and hopefully see you in the future in, at Eurovision or some pre-selection. The Eurovision Song Contest 2023 on Radio International with JP. Iceland. Everybody knows who I am. They all seem like they understand. And I got the words in my head Pushing and pulling Telling me who I'm gonna be Everybody knows all my plans All the things that I never said It's like I gotta break and bend Just so I can please them Sometimes it's hard to be true to yourself Remember then count to ten Take a deep breath And carry on
It's Bragi, and sometimes the world's against you. He made it into the final first round, and there at place four, and then he was eliminated, didn't do the final step. Uh, we know all that uh, power came to uh, uh, the Eurovision Song Contest. And uh, yeah, what, what was the lady's name? I forgot. The song was Power. Um, Delia, Delia was, was the one representing Iceland this year. But now, let's go and check out one more lady. The Eurovision Song Contest 20. 23 on Radio International with JP. And at the Turquoise Carpet, with a pleasure to meet many of the artists as well in Liverpool at uh, as part of the opening reception. The big Turquoise Carpet was there, and I had a quick uh, few words with Iru from Georgia. Iru! Again, nice to see you now finally at the Turquoise Cup at yeah. the Eurovision Song Contest in Liverpool. Now, what was the best highlight for you so far to be here in Liverpool? The best highlight is just energy that people are giving me here in Liverpool. They're amazing. I love it here. You had two rehearsals on the stage now. Can you tell us how it went? Is there any, everything all right or you still have to do some modifications? Yeah, so everything's getting there to 100%. So we still have like a couple of things that we need to fix, but everything's like pretty much done yeah you were part of the junior eurovision song contest winning team in 2011 as candy now you have come back it's so good to see how this evolves would you come back again to eurovision yes every single year for the next 10 years i'm gonna be representing <laughs> fantastic <laughs> united by music is the slogan and uh, have you connected with any of the other singers at uh, yes. the eurovision I've this actually, year i've been best friends with some other people like from other countries they're amazing i love them so much They're so communicative and they're so sweet and everyone is supportive and that's what I love about Junior Eurovision and also Eurovision as well because we get to just you know see the cultures and other countries and just meet them and talk to them it's so much fun so what does Eurovision itself mean to you as a, as a young lady it means unity to me you know we're all united with just music you know united by music this is exactly what we need like to just like no matter the country people, race or anything, religion yeah. we're all the same people yeah. Really good words, thank you so much all the thank best you. of luck thank you so and much. Uh, see you on the Eurovision stage And she did rather well she reached number 12 in the grand final um, of the Eurovision Song Contest Taking you through the summer this is Radio International the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP Hello everyone, this is Iru from Georgia. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song called Echo. Georgia.
It's Iru from Georgia. Number 12 in the second semi-final of the Eurovision Song Contest 2023. She was a winner. Well, she is a winner of the Junior Eurovision Song Contest as part of Candy. Oh, how lovely. Taking you through the summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Alrighty, let me quickly say hello to everybody that's tuning in via the different means. We are live on Wednesdays, each and every Wednesday from 1900 or 7 p.m. Central European time till 11. And uh, that's on uh, Switch Radio, Switch Europe, that is in fact. And simultaneously broadcast on our Facebook group, Eurovision Radio International. On there, the post of today's show it has got the link to Minute. Click on that and it opens up the chat room where you can already find some of the friends who are uniting for music. There's Fran from uh, Milano, The Hawk in London, Lucas from Sweden, Jose from uh, Portugal but living in the Netherlands, and Javier from Montreal, and the, the others that are tuning in via the radio stations, of course. And there are more. As we are available also on uh, Fridays. Go Go Radio Gibraltar, starting off the weekend at 10 p.m. Central European Time on Sundays. You get us on two stations at 1 p.m. Central European Time, South Norfolk Radio and Switch Radio Network. And on Tuesdays, you find us on Radio 105 in sunny Malta, 9 p.m. Central European Time, where we kick off. And anytime on our website at www.radiointernational.tv, the show will be made available there and you can download it or directly listen via the website. But you also can subscribe to the podcast via Spotify, Podbean or all the major podcasting platforms. You can't miss us. You cannot. Alrighty, Studio 3 is online. David Mann is giving the signs is ready for this week's birthday file. Here we go. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. Eurovision birthday time once again here on Radio International and our list of Eurovision artists who've been celebrating a birthday this week is a little more modest than those of recent weeks but we do still have a couple of artists who've made multiple appearances in their respective national finals two who held over their participation at Eurovision from the cancelled 2020 contest to 2021 instead and two junior Eurovision representatives had birthdays this week. And our featured songs are both from 2003. First, though, let's send birthday greetings this week to Karin Vasblam, a member of Frizzle Sizzle for the Netherlands in 1986, to Nika Antelos, a member of Feminem for Croatia in 2010, and to Katarina Pavienko, a member of GOE for Ukraine, who held over their participation from 2020 to 2021. The splendidly named Frederick Idsbald van Goitzenhoven Meterlink, or Frederick Etherlink, 
who sang for Belgium in 1995, celebrates a birthday this week, as does Rachel Ross from France, 1964, Hermel Franca, a member of Dimol for Montenegro in 2019, Arsiam Lukanayanka from Naviband, who sang for Belarus in 2017, and from 2017's UK Eurovision You Decide National Selection Show, it's a happy birthday to Nate Simpson. Lisa Ajax participated in Melody Festival in 2016, 2017 and 2019 and she's been celebrating her birthday this week, as has Lisa Nilsson, a Melody Festival and participant in 1989. It's birthday greetings to Jessica Allison Seiro. She represented Australia at the 2021 contest, having held over her participation from the cancelled contest in Rotterdam the previous year, and you know her better as Montaigne. Also, it's a birthday this week for Bjorn Cruz from the Bendix Singers from Norway in 1973, Karina Dahl, who participated in Norway's Melody Grand Prix in 2011, 2013 and 2019, Paul Kai, or Thomas Legard Sorensen, to give him his proper name, who participated at the Eurovision for Denmark in 1997. And greetings go also to Andris Reinsitmanis, a member of Sudden Lights for Latvia at this year's contest in Liverpool. Happy birthday wishes go to Yari Silampa, who sang for Finland at the 2004 contest, to our Interval Act star from Tel Aviv in 2019, Madonna, and at the other end of the musical spectrum, to two of the junior Eurovision representatives of times past, Macedonia's 2013 singer Barbara Popovich and Levi Diaz, who sang Spain's entry at the junior contest last year. And finally, our two featured songs this week are both from the 2003 contest stage at the Skonto Hall in Riga. It's happy birthday this week to singer, television host and human rights lawyer Lynn Kirkop. She sang to Dream Again for Malta in 2003, making 25th place on the final scoreboard, leaving the UK at the bottom with the infamous Null Point. We'll hear Lynn's song to dream again in a minute or two, after we've sent birthday greetings to our Eurovision winner this week, the co-writer with Sertab Erena of Turkey's winning entry Every Way That I Can in 2003. It's a happy birthday to Demir Demirkan. A talented singer and performer in his own right, he's worked in L.A. and had a varied career in music back at home, including writing for advertising jingles and film music. So let's hear the song that Demir co-wrote and which took the trophy in Riga in 2003 as we hear Sertab Arena with Turkey's winning song, Every Way That I Can.
You are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song to dream again. Enjoy.
Lynn Kierkegaard, what a sweetheart she is. And to dream again, had the pleasure to meet her last year with some other legends of the Malta Eurovision Song Contest. And uh, Mary Spiteri, Helen of Helen and Joseph and uh, Renato all together in one interview, which we actually aired last year at... Uh, Uh, I think in the autumn as well. Lynn Kierkorp represented the, uh, Malta in uh, 2003 with To Dream Again, reaching number 25. And before that, you heard the winner of 2003 for Turkey, Sertab Erener, and every way that I can, and every way that I can push the buttons to make him on the air is Javier Leal. Radio International for all the fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. Man. <laughs> I, <coughs> Hello, Javier. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much, JP. Thank you so much. And JP, I want to say, I want to say, um, I'm, I'm really happy to have heard, you know, these two last songs, uh, the one from uh, Turkey and Malta in 2003, because it was my very, very first Eurovision experience ever, 2003. So basically, that means that this year I'm turning 20 years as a Eurovision fan. Wow, that's amazing. That's really amazing. Yeah. Ta time flies. You know, we, we are doing this show, Radio International, for 25 years this year in November. It's just yeah. amazing how time flies and, and we're still there. That's amazing. Uh, and and I'm, I hope we're going to be there for quite a long time as well. <laughs> yeah, I really hope so. And of course, uh, um, I I, I want to say thank you very much for having me uh, over or for having me had over, you know, for the past few years and report the Eurovision calendar as I've been doing it for maybe two to three years or so. Mm. And yeah, it's been such a great, great journey. And I really hope one day I can actually help you. I don't know, do the interviews and so, you know, live, uh, you know, at the Eurovision Arena, wherever it is. But so far, this is what there is right now. Yeah. <laughs> Take it as it comes. So if there's an opportunity, of course, uh, jump on it. Look, we got uh, eight minutes left. So the floor is yours for what's happening in the world of the Eurovision Song Contest. I know that the, uh, the summer sing-along shows are finished now in Sweden. So... We're focusing now on the upcoming other events that's happening. That's true, JP. So no more Swedish uh, summer, uh, Swedish sing-along summer shows for this year. But there are still a few events that are happening. Uh, this is uh, as of today, the 16th of August, 2023. Are you ready? Yes, yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So uh, let's kick off uh, with uh, the upcoming, uh, well, not this weekend, but the next one coming up, uh, beginning on Thursday, August the 24th, 2007, uh, 2023, that is, with a Euro cruise uh, from Helsinki for two days. And then the following day, that will be on Friday the 25th. Uh, the same uh, cruise will part from Stockholm. So basically, each one of them will last two days. And um, everything will finish on the 27th, which is uh, the next week's uh, Sunday. Uh, for October, we have no events as of now. And for November, we only have two big events. So we have on the 16th, uh, it is Thursday, the He Rote Song Festival Fest in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. And of course, 10 days afterwards, that will be Sunday, the, 20, the 26th, the 21st edition of the Junior Eurovision Song Contest at Palais. Uh, well, Palais uh, Nikaika in Nice, France. Uh, for the 2024 season, we already know that uh, on uh, April the 11th, 2024, that'll be Thursday, the Israel calling will happen in Tel Aviv, Israel. And uh, a few days later, that'll be on Saturday the 27th, the BCN Eurovision party will happen in 
Barcelona in Spain. As per the national selections, we know that this very year, on Wednesday, December the 20th, um, we'll have the uh, Giovanni category of uh, Festival de San Remo in Italy, out of which three will qualify to the big San Remo Festival, happening between the 6th and the 10th of February 2024 at Teatro Ariston, as, every, as it does every year. We also know that on Saturday, January the 27th, that is in 2024, we'll see the grand final for uh, Luxembourg in uh, su Azelte. And of course, uh, the three days for Benidorm Fest 2024 have been announced as they are on January the 20th, of, sorry, the 30th of uh, what January that is. On Tuesday, the first semifinal, two days afterwards, February the 1st, Uh, Thursday, the second semifinal, and the grand final two days afterwards on Saturday, April, sorry, February the 3rd, 2024. So, JP, as you can see, uh, there's a lot going on in the next uh, few weeks and all months. So, are you ready for all of this? Yes, of course we are, and I can't, I can't wait to go to some of them. Uh, I can't go to all, but, but I try to go, go to, to a big deal of, of those events in the future. And of course, I'm gracing the show with all of these interviews, uh, which we are looking forward to every week. It's hard work, you know. It's not just doing the interviews. It's research, editing, putting it ready for the broadcast. And then, of course, uh, do the website, do the show as well. And uh, I must give a big thanks to my team that's behind it all as well, helping uh, in getting it all done. So it's it's nice. Like, like guys like you coming on. and It's from fans for fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. So... Very nice. That that's the idea. That's the idea. We already have the big Eurovision event happening, you know, organized by the EBU. But there, of course, uh, there are many, many shows that they are dedicated to the Eurovision Song Contest run by fans like us, for sure. Alrighty, Javier, thank you very much. Now we got a request that we're going to be shipping out to Sweden, to Gothenburg. Robert Wallström would like to listen to uh, uh, a song from the Aust Austrian national final. Uh, and it's the artist, it's ID, and that's I-D-E, and Link Love. And there's a reason why he requested that piece of music. So let's go and play that one. Javier, thank you very much for coming on. We'll see you next week. All right. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thanks a lot. Ciao, ciao. 2004 Austria mm -hmm. With English I love you And Portuguese With Chinese What I need And your mother tongue mm -hmm. With your fingers
with Tunisian and Schweetzerditch with Serbian and your mother tongue with your fingers, baby, link love with your heart. Taking you through the summer, this is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. A powerful new force is about to hit this city. JP, enjoy! Radio Hi, this is Joros Alkios, and with my friends, we're going with an OPA in Oslo 2010. You're listening to Radio International with JP, and this is OPA. Enjoy and share the moment. From Iceland, you are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song, Shunisakwa. Enjoy! Hi, this is Neve Kavanagh from Ireland, and you are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, It's For You. Juliana Pasha from Albania. You are listening to Radio International with JP, and this is my song. It's all about you. Enjoy.
This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Hi, I'm Petra Med. And I'm Monsell Mulev. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. Thank you very much, Mons and Petra. And uh, will they be the host again at Eurovision 2024? Or who will it be? <laughs> it will be great fun. Welcome back to the second hour this week on uh, Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. JP Nordsing, big thanks to Javier last hour for the calendar, as well as to uh, David for the Eurovision birthday file, and to Salman and Mark chatting with Bragi together with me, uh, the young gentleman that to get the ticket in the Icelandic final to represent Iceland at Eurovision 2023. Now, coming up in this hour, we have the Eurovision cover spot. We moved it uh, forward because of the big uh, tribute that we uh, will be broadcasting in hour number four today, courtesy of uh, Sir David Mann in Studio 3. Patricia Bredin has passed away at the age of 88. The very first ever UK Eurovision entrant. So in this hour, it's going to be Linda Wachenmarker that chatted with me on Vliland. And also, we got the Eurovision cover spot. And we play, of course, music as well, of course. We kicked off with Juliana Pasha. It's all about you, the, Asl- uh, the Albanian entry in 2010. Would you believe that? 23 years ago. I beg your pardon, 13 years ago it was. Hit number 16 in the grand final. Nice, how lovely. She's got a new song out, it's called Sifty. We're going to be playing that one shortly. But first, we're going to move over to Hungary for a couple of tunes. One from Eurovision 2017. And the other one is the new one of that gentleman that's going to be coming up right here, right now. Let's go and do it. 
is Europe's number one Eurovision show. Hello, this is Yoti Pape from Hungary. You're listening to Radio International with JP. This is my song, Origo. Enjoy. 2017. <laughs> Samurai, benne bízhatok, mindig az igazat mondja, vele sírhatok, de az utat mutatja egy olyan szövetség, ami marad örökké, felem áldozható. Ő a legfőbb kincsen, sejtemes erők laptak a gyerekbe, féltem tőle, látszik a szemekbe. A húrém támadnak, sírnak a testekbe, hiába is védett ki, méreg a hangszerbe. Na, tömegeket, itt adtam át vele, halodat hallamon, már tudod a nevemet, hosszú az út, sebek a hátamon, ezrek könnyei folynak a gitáromon. It's Origo, and that is by Yoti Papai. Or Papai Yoti, you can move the way around you want. In Hungary, they say first the family name and then the first name of the person. Now, that was Origo, hit number eight at the Eurovision Song Contest 2017 for Hungary. And now let's go and listen to Yoti's newest offering. It's Megba Bonash. Megba Bonash. I think that's the way to pronounce it. It's in Hungarian. Let's go and have a listen right here on Radio International. New. New. <laughs> 
Piece of music. It's called Megba Megda. No, Megba Banash. Megba Banash, and that's Yoti Papai from Hungary. Brand new song release of a gentleman that represented Hungary twice at the Eurovision Song Contest. Now let's have Liliana Pasha's new song, Sifty, and that's coming up right now. New. new.
Juliana Pasha and Safety. Out of Albania, brand new song release there. Summertime 2023. JP in the hot seat. It is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. of Eurovision on Radio International with JP. Wow. Now, let's go and play back an interview that I did with an artist from the Netherlands. And uh, it was 23 years ago when she represented the Netherlands at the 2000 Eurovision Song Contest out of Stockholm's Global Arena. Linda Wachenmarker, she sang No Goodbyes and I had the pleasure to meet her on, Je- on Vlieland, which is a Dutch Wadden Island and Jem uh, uh, Lavli was the event I attended, also Linda was part of it, as well as there was Suri and uh, also uh, Neve Kavanagh and Annabel Conde. Let's go and listen, part one of the interview, right here on Radio International. I'm on Vlieland, Jem Lavli, and with me now is a lady that represented the Netherlands at the Eurovision Song Contest 23 years ago in 2000. It was yes. Linda Wachenmarker. So hello, Linda. Hello. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Nice to be here. Beautiful smile you have and, and a lot of, <laughs> lot of uh, uh, happy radiation you're giving to, to me already Thank on the you. first meeting we had. Well, I am so happy because we just came from uh, a concert actually here on uh, uh, Vlieland and it was done by Suri and she just did an amazing set which was so heartfelt and beautiful and artistically amazing the flow was I I wouldn't have wanted to miss it for the world so I'm just really in that place right now yeah, <laughs> yeah. it was yeah so we did sing in the local church here so right. Vliland is a little village and, and uh, it's a little uh, village church and and it's very good acoustically and, and Suri is a is a very good singer but let's talk mm-hmm. about you yeah you, you went to the Eurovision Song Contest how did that work out in 2000 well actually um, I was doing Miss Saigon before that. It was a, a big uh, musical, and actually, all my colleagues we a- actually already um, entered songs the year before. Uh, me with a friend of mine, and it didn't do anything. And then um, I did this TV show, and the guy who uh, also did the the um, sound, uh, the what do you call it, the trailer song for it. Um, he came to me with No Goodbyes and it was a really different song <laughs> when he let me listen to it because it was really like a, like an island vibe, maybe a little Greek kind of island vibe and I was like okay, if we're going to do this then we need to like make sure that um, after so many country 
countries, I didn't know when we were going to even perform, people will still remember us. So it has to be a very memorable uh, production. And so we found Jerry Wolf, who produced the song, and um, he made it into this really happy, like, build-up and, and with a big explosion in it. And um, also, by that time in uh, our country, it was not very usual to have, like, a big act. Uh, I specifically remember people performing on bare feet and with just a nice dress, and that was about the most spectacular thing that happened. <laughs> So I said, we have to do um, uh, something very memorable. And so um, I asked uh, a designer uh, called Jan Arnsen to make me a huge dress from which uh, a surprise would would occur. <laughs> and, um, and so he got to work and, and uh, made this beautiful black and white dress. And actually, uh, there were a couple of other ideas um, uh, before that as well. He made a dress with uh, like a design with kisses on it. And uh, but like, no, let's just make it like a black and white dress. It's almost like an um, umbrella sort of thing. And um, and I got my friends from the musical business, so Stanley Burleson, who was playing John in Miss Saigon. Mm -hmm. um, which he, he was also an amazing dancer and choreographer, so he got on board. And uh, I got my friends from the musical Fame, who were also... And, and they were, um, they danced for us, and then we all just got together, and, and they made this, mm -hmm. what, what we did. And it was pretty funny because back in in those days we still had to prove ourselves in a finale a national uh, finale and sometimes it's now different people just get picked or but then um, we just had to compete <laughs> and before that we had to show our acts in the NOS building which is our national uh, radio station and um, huge secret secrecy and then we showed our act and we, we just really had all the the funds and the sponsoring to get it done mm -hmm. and people were already like what <laughs> what is going to happen and then even on the on the final which was in the in Ahoy which is a huge mm -hmm. huge venue in our in our country um, the singers that also participated in that contest never saw this the dress yeah so by the time that we entered the green room with the dress everybody was like oh shit <laughs> and it was like such a brilliant feeling to me because it's like I really think it pays when you go all out for something that you want to show or you want to entertain the people and then there is a <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting in the restaurant here yeah, and the, yeah. the waitress just dropped the, yeah. uh, some of the glasses but it's okay, yeah. no and um, um, so we went in there and it was like meticulously choreographed even going there because it was a huge dress mm -hmm. so everybody had his own task to do and put some put some stuff um, put the, the dress in the in the correct place and it was like dark and you could just already feel the excitement growing in the in the room and then uh, the the lightning designer just placed one big beam mm -hmm. on us it was like the mothership had landed <laughs> and people were like Wah! 
what? And the, just the room exploded. It was just such an amazing feeling. And I was like, in my head, it's like, you haven't seen what's going to happen next. And then it's, it's the buildup is coming. And then um, the big explosion in the song comes and the dress opens and these dancers come out and everybody's just on their seats they were like dancing yes like oh my god this is a party and it was just an amazing moment to me it's like all these things that you're planning with each other with the team and just coming to see it alive um so that was amazing That was the national final. That was the uh, national that, final. That you had to win in order to yeah. go to to Stockholm to, yeah, to the European to even Song go contest. there. Yeah. And it was like uh, it was the like the first time they had televoting also in our okay. country. Never, okay. So it was like uh, that was very exciting. And then you know we we really won by a landslide, and it was like. And then, of course, we had to go to do the real thing, and the real thing was like slightly different mm -hmm. because it was um, um, the the way that you go into it. You actually have to send somebody in to mm -hmm. the room and uh, to talk with the with the whole uh, director of the whole show and talk about lights and talk about cameras and all that. And that was pretty new. Um, and so we we did our thing. And then we had our rehearsal, and then we looked around and we're like, all these other people, they were so much better prepared for it. <laughs> they had like fire blasts going on, and uh, I don't know, like the most amazing effects. And so it was like, ooh, we're taking a little bit aback, like, ooh, we're trying to adapt to everything that's happening and that's going on. And then, um, yeah, we just we just did our thing, but. It, it didn't feel like we had the grips on it like we, um, we had with the national uh, uh, thing. And so, but then as we were performing and when we were done, um, something else happened, uh, had happened in our country, which I didn't know about. So when we came back to the green room, And I saw people talking to each other, and they were very worried, and and they, they looked very worried. And so I finally went up to them and said, like, what is going on? Mm -hmm. um, because what had happened in uh, Enschede, which is like a a, a, a town, uh, no, it's, it was a, a, a fire, a fire, a fire explosion, exactly, explosion yeah. huge fire explosion, and uh, a fireworks uh, uh, factory had exploded, mm. um, and like the whole neighborhood was blown to pieces mm. and the first the first thing we heard was like there were six 600 people that died wow. so it to us it was like okay this is completely blown out of perspective yeah. what we're doing right here it's mm. like a weird thing that it all of a sudden is just something very small into something that is happening at home which is huge and changing mm. people's lives and you know people trying to find each other in the streets and um, looking for their loved ones and so that party was kind of over for us and then uh, yeah so we had to talk about okay what if we win you know what are we gonna do uh, because 
yeah you can't you can't you can't like how are we if we're not going to be able to perform if this is happening at home and we did have like a huge because the black and white dress is also made in uh, the colors of our flag and we were going to change to gold and have that dress and so it was like no this is not we, we can't be doing this and that was um, yeah we we ended at 13 that night and still good these days huh? <laughs> yeah it is it's like and i'm still really really proud of how we how we did that and i'm really glad that we just went all out because you know you give it your all and then you just see what what the public says is their thing but you just want to give it your best so yeah Hi, this is Linda Wagemakers and I'm from Holland. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song, No Goodbyes. 2000. The Netherlands. Don't you know what you are doing to me? This ain't the way to work things out. Tell me something that I've never Crazy roundabout. No more doubting, no more fears, no more cheating, no more tears. Wachenmarkers and no goodbyes representing the Netherlands at the 2000 Eurovision Song Contest it made number 13 as we now continue with our second part of three of the interview that I did with Linda on Vlieland in the Netherlands 
early on in July. In fact, July 1st it was. And let's uh, head back to the interview. Eurovision has a viewing sh ship of 200 million plus people. Yeah. And, and uh, you're going from the Netherlands as a musical ambassador, I call it. Right. right. Yeah, you, it's it all is. eyes are on you and, and because you're visible. And so how, at that time, as a young lady being, being there like 23 years ago, uh, how did you prepare for that or how did you cope with this pressure? Well, that, that was a, a lucky thing for me that I did Miss Saigon uh, the three years before that. Mm -hmm. I did that show for three years and I was like, when I started out, I was 21. And they trained me so well to deal with the press and to deal with the pressure. Mm -hmm. And being in the spotlight there because I was like on TV for three years for almost like every day they mm -hmm. had commercials they had like posters on the street so everybody was already focused on that mm -hmm. so I was kind of already a little bit used to that okay. and because of the people that I had around me that were very professional mm -hmm. I could also just be relaxed about okay everything's gonna be alright if Every, mm -hmm. everybody's just gonna do their thing then I don't have to worry about things going wrong so that's okay um, and then for the rest of it, I was just like living like the happy life because mm -hmm. that world that we're already in, in musical is already full of like joy yeah, and exactly, colorful yes. people mm -hmm. and and you know so I was just embracing it I was like just like I embraced the people that I met when I was in showbiz in the musical it's like these are my people <laughs> and so like even even maybe even more with with um, this your song contest people are so very uh, uh, abundant with their love they're like oh that when when they see you're like oh my god and so so very sweet and so very loyal and so very enthusiastic to see you so like you just have to go with it and as far as the press at home and and people um, we kind of made uh, like a, a surprise like if the act was going to be the same or not so every day at home in the papers that would be like is she gonna have red hair is she gonna change the act is she gonna it was like nothing in the world was happening mm -hmm. there were no other things that were important except that so it was just fun it was just yeah just uh, having fun and having a blast and I had when my team especially the 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 dress designer um, Jan Aronsen we used to always have a lot of fun preparing for these ambassador things like we had to have like a, the drink with the mayor and you know you have these these parties that happen actually before you even have the contest you're a week of parties ahead <laughs> and he used to say he, he used to always when the dress the dress code would be uh, casual we would go a little bit just over the top with that and if it would be like um, festive we would go in gold <laughs> like that. Nice, nice. so we we just had fun we just really had fun is there anything in your in your life that can top this experience going to your vision well for me as an artist it's like um, it was huge but um, being in theater is like 
when you when you play a really amazing part mm -hmm. then every night has to be like that because the audience is not ever the same mm -hmm. and the audience expects you to put out like put up like 200% every night mm -hmm. so um, it's you're trying uh, with the Euro, Eurovision Song Contest. I was trying to just imagine like it's the same thing. I do not want e even want to think that there are like millions of people <laughs> just looking at the screen right now, and I'm just gonna do my thing just like I'm doing on a stage, and and go at it like that, and not make it bigger for myself because then I would die. <laughs> I, I have actually not never watched Miss Saigon. So is, right. is this available as a video to watch? It is. It is. It is. So yeah. I can see you in it. As Definitely. A, yeah. To, to, to Actually, there was. Um, uh, I think it, because it was in 1997 already, and there's a guy that puts up the old uh, VHS uh, mm -hmm. shows that they taped back then illegally. Oh. <laughs> and so they, there's this whole. Uh, the whole show is on it. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll have a look at because yeah. it would be very interesting to see. Yeah. Uh, some Eurovision artists do return to the Eurovision Song Contest. Would, would yeah. that be something that you would maybe take into consideration? I don't think I ever... I don't know how to... <laughs> I don't know how to top what I did, actually. And, and maybe... I haven't really considered it like that. It was just like, oh, I'm just gonna do this, and then I went back to theater, and I never really thought to do it again like that. Have you over the years released any any music uh, like uh, albums or CD singles songs? Yeah, I did. Um, I did release uh, like uh, many cast albums actually of the shows that I was in, and but I also did a gospel album. Wow! And uh, that was called Full Circle. Um, and then um, actually a couple of weeks ago I released a new song mm -hmm. and um, it's a really beautiful ballad um, it, it's on Spotify so you can listen to it um, what's the name um, it's for loving you for loving you yeah okay mm -hmm. and it's it's kind of a sad song though but it's really 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 awesome and um, what is really special about it is that my daughter of 20 years old wrote it a couple of years wow. back already Okay. and um, really based on what she saw happening to me mm -hmm. um, which was kind of a, a sad period in my life and she wrote that into these words and when she let me listen to it I just uh, I just broke down and cry and, and I was like I have to record this song <laughs> and you did I'm, I'm curious to, to listen yeah, to it it's See. really I'm really proud of it spoken guess all is said and done you place the blame and you call me names and I guess you really really want me gone and now I stand before you eye to eye anything left you want to
to do this but we're running out of time we we still have an, an uh, part of the interview with Linda and David Mann is in the wings with cover spot for this week so let's uh, uh, go over to our next and final part of the interview with Linda Wachenmarkers but that piece of music is called For Loving You and we I'm, I'm going to be putting it on the playlist for one of the few traditions of the show let's uh, let's do that okay your vision is a big family now and yeah. uh, at that time in 2000 in Stockholm yeah. have you have you been keeping in touch with any of the other singers from that year no no not really and I must say that it was because we are we were really on our on our group then mm -hmm. and even though everybody was nice and you just you go hey how yeah. are you and you have your content but we were really focused on doing our thing and we had our people with us so we were kind of in that space the whole time mm -hmm. and Yeah, but after after that, I did uh, uh, get to meet a lot of other people, not in the competi uh, competitive way. So that was nice. That was nice. It's like yeah. just a festival. It's not really a competition. I, I would say at Eurovision, yeah. it's more making friends, uniting yeah. by music, which was the slogan this year. Yeah, it, it's that's true. But I think I think definitely also people are are really also there to do something and to to win because it and and it's different for everybody because I, I definitely know that um, there were some people just uh, like hey how are you and there were just also people that were like <laughs> and it's, that's totally okay because it is a competition yeah. it also is a competition and and you have fun with the people that are like mellow and stuff um, but it's also okay to be competitive because it's mm. it's fine you know it's like a, a part of being an artist and and It, it belongs to the to the mm -hmm. the thing that you're doing because you're coming to give it your best, mm -hmm. and that's totally fine with me. Yeah. So what's in the planning for your musical future? You're still yeah. performing in musicals, or you're recording new material? I am recording new material. So this is the first song that we re uh, released, and we're going back after the summer, going back into the studio, and recording more songs for the EP. And um, I'm going to be playing uh, into uh, in a play um, from January uh, off. To we're going to do it with all these amazing uh, actors and musical actresses, and I am. You know, I'm always very adventurous in that way because I like to do a lot of different stuff as well. I um, do a lot of voices for cartoons, so I'm as well, the wow. voice of yeah. <laughs> I uh, did a I did a couple of Disney heroes like um, uh, I did Mulan. Uh, it was her voice for the the Dutch voice for uh, the cartoon. I was Tiana for Princess and the Frog, and so I do a lot of those things as well. And yeah, whatever comes my way. I love the whole, the whole spectrum of. And where are you based in the Netherlands? Where is your home? Um, I'm actually almost living close to Germany. It's okay. um, it's really like a, I'm one and a half, no, yeah, one and a half hour away from Amsterdam. Mm -hmm. 
and but everything is so close. I mean, uh, our country is such a small country, so we, whenever we we travel in tours or whatever, it's just I'm going on the road, I'm putting on my music, and I'm getting to the theater, and everybody comes with a bus from Amsterdam, and they're already dead tired because everybody's like, it's like a school bus, like. <laughs> And then, you know, we do our thing. And it's, um, Sprechen Sie auch Deutsch? Ein bisschen. Ein bisschen, ne? Ja, we would always look at the, the, the sending with the, der Mause. Die sending kleine, with the mouse, ja, yeah, ja. Yeah. It's, it's the, like the podcast a, with the mouse. WDR3. Ja, ja, ja. So, because it's very close to our border. So, yeah. we used to have, because I'm very old, actually. We used to have Nederland 1, 2, 3, and then there was WDR. Eurovision concert. Yeah. So what, what Eurovision songs besides No Goodbyes are you going to sing? I am doing something really risque for my for my taste. I am doing a Portuguese song and it's uh, Amar Palos Dois and it's like the song that I love. It's my favorite song of all time. Mm -hmm. And but to actually do it justice <laughs> tonight because it's very it's a, a language I haven't spoken mm -hmm. at all. So I'm just gonna. It's a good challenge. It's, it's, it is uh, a good challenge, but I'm I'm really loving the music. So I was like, it's worth to do this. Yeah. So you, you do this uh, with the lyrics in front of you, or is it all on your heart? I might <laughs> might have a little note before me to not mess it up because I think there uh, there's also um, a, a Portuguese speaking people here tonight. <laughs> so I'm just gonna do that one with a little, just to not mess it up. As a Eurovision artist yourself, do you have any favorite Eurovision? Artists from the Netherlands and from international. Um, yeah, I do. I have um, my Dutch favorite. I think is Rutjakot. She was just. She is just a diva that is like we call it undutch because people are so. Uh, what do you call it? Um, um, Say it in Dutch. Maybe I can. Find um, nuchter. Drei. Uh, yeah, they're they're like. This is a saying in Dutch, like, just act normal because that's already crazy enough. Mm -hmm. And so we, she's not. <laughs> she's like full blown out there. She could be like Whitney Houston on a stage mm -hmm. and, and everybody would just adore her. And I adored her since like a small girl. Um, and when she did Freda, that was like, oh my God, I was so proud of her. And um, internationally, I love Jem Levy. I love I, because that was my my first song, uh, your song uh, contest, contest that I watched as a little girl. I was I think it was 11 or something, 15. and I <laughs> yeah, I was like this girl. Look at her with her little pink pink short, uh, pants and her little uh, bow tie and just going at it. Like the energy was high and that was amazing. And of course, Lorene, I love, mm -hmm. I love her. She's like she's like a. The, it, it's like a development that that happened and like her performance is almost like a video clip mm -hmm. like you just see all these visuals happening and and the wind and the dancing and she's like 
like an artist in, in every way. Mm. And I love that about her. Yeah. Final question for me is, uh, did you watch your vision this year? And yeah, what, what I did. was your uh, impression from it? Um, I think it was really good. Actually, it was really uh, the, because I also went to the Eurovision concert in Amsterdam before that, and I was like, "Ooh, the quality of the songs is, is and the singers is really high mm -hmm. and really good." And um, yeah, it, it, I think every year is always a surprise, like what are going to be the odd things in it that, mm -hmm. that uh, is happening. And I think the act with. Um, This was sort of a little bit of the YMCA happening. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, yeah, we're back. This is Eurovision. Wow, super. <laughs> yeah. Linda, thank you so much. Bedankt for the interview. And I uh, wish you all the best of luck for your concert tonight and for thank the upcoming you. musical future. And of course, family as well. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. <laughs> thank you. Linda Wachenmarkers, uh, the Dutch entry to the Eurovision Song Contest 2000. No Goodbyes was the song. Just a few seconds of a song that she did on the soundtrack to Mulan, the cartoon that was back in 1998. David Mann in the wings for another short edition of the Eurovision cover spot next. As I mentioned before, we'll be putting uh, her songs on the playlist again. So in the future editions, you're going to hear Linda Wachenmarkers. Now over to London. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. You're listening to The Cover Spot on Radio International. Hello and welcome again to the Eurovision cover spot here on Radio International. This week we are focusing on a Swedish Melody Festivalen song that takes us back to 1985. Following the victory of the Hurrays at Eurovision in 1984, Swedish television staged a low-budget Melody Festivalen the following year because they needed the cash for Eurovision itself. But a low-budget production didn't mean low-quality songs, and we'll concentrate on the song that finished in fourth place at the final held in SVT's studios in Malmö on March 2nd, 1985. Lars Andersson and Bruno Glenmarg wrote the song Piccadilly Circus, and it was performed by Penilla Valgren.
with her original studio version of Piccadilly Circus, the song that she took to fourth place at Melody Festivalen in Sweden in 1985 and that went on to give Penilla a number two on the Swedish charts. At the Melody Festivalen final, Penilla was accompanied on stage by dancers Vito and Emilio Ingrosso and Penilla would go on to marry of dancer, composer and restaurateur Emilio in 1993. Emilio co-wrote a number of songs for Penilla, produced three of her albums, and the couple had three children together, DJ, music producer and actor Olivia, social media influencer, blogger, singer and entrepreneur Bianca, and singer, songwriter and producer Benjamin. Benjamin certainly followed in his mum's footsteps as he won Lilla Melody Festival in Sweden in 2006 and won the ticket to represent Sweden at Eurovision itself at his second Melody Festival attempt in 2018. Nearly 40 years after she'd performed Piccadilly Circus at Melody Festivalen, Penilla Valgren was announced as the new host for the 2023 series of SVT's summer sing-along shows, Alsang Perskansen, and of course, she's included the song in her performances during this summer's broadcasts. Ska vi helt enkelt ta oss från Skansen och Stockholm till ett ställe i England, London, som heter...
Penilla Valgren with her Melody Festival and song at 2023's Alsang Paskansen. From an artist who's been treading the boards for 40-plus years to one who's enjoyed a meteoric rise to fame in the space of just a couple of years through the medium of TikTok. Swede Luciano Jerry Axelsson is 30 and comes from Solna. He'd made it through to the final audition stage of Swedish Idol in 2021, but it was in 2022 that his sister posted a video of him singing on TikTok that went viral. Soon after, he was offered a record contract and under his stage name of Luciano signed a record deal and appeared on TV. He recorded a dance band cover version of Penilla's 1985 Melody Festival and classic Piccadilly Circus and was invited to perform it as an interval act at this year's Swedish Melody Festival and semi-final when Penilla herself was inducted into SVT's Melody Festival and Hall of Fame. Lucianos has now performed himself on Alsang Paskansen and his meteoric rise to fame is the subject of a documentary series on Sweden's TV4 that's due for broadcast this autumn. With a mix of his Melody Festival and guest performance and the studio version of the song, here's rising star Lucianos with Penilla Valgren's 1985 Melody Festival and classic Piccadilly Circus. De talar om Rom, Paris och Sen Om tågresor till Moskva Till barnen i blom, en känd fontän De flyger till USA Och ingen kan förstå att min passion Finns någon annanstans och är så stark Och inte för en miljon Vill jag missa mitt möte Med pickad in i cirkeln Istället för mig Pickar in i cirkeln Där mötte jag dig Minnet av ett ögonkast Det som hände fick mig fast Pickar in i cirkeln Där börjar mitt liv Vännernas tal om paradis Bahamas och Santropin Om karneval Hawaii-bris Och möten på Strandcafin Men ingen kan förstå Att min passion Finns någon annanstans Och är så stark Nej, inte för en miljon Vill jag missa mitt möte Minnet av ett ögonkast Det som hände fick 
summer. This is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. Let's go. Hi, this is Sunit from San Marino. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, Stand By. Enjoy. from Serbia. You're listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song Magical. Enjoy! from Slovakia and you are listening to Radio International with JP and this is our song I'm Still Alive. Enjoy! Switzerland. Hi, hello, here is Anna from Switzerland. You are listening to Radio International with GP. And this is my song in love for a while. Getting better 
for a while. Feel the power. Broadcasting across the globe. This is Radio International. Radio International with JP. Alrighty, thank you very much. And welcome back to the third hour this week on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. Big thanks last hour to Linda Wachenmarkers as well as to David Mann. And now this hour, it's going to be the Eurovision News with Nick Van Liet from ESCExtra.com. And then I'll be joined by Alistair Randall. From the United Kingdom and we're going to be doing the Eurovision Spotlight for the summer of 2023 and it's double threes. Now, which countries did he select? He got three songs from those countries. So it's he picked two countries, but which ones? Anyway, Anna Rossinelli in love for a while was the Swiss entry to the Eurovision Song Contest 2011. Hit number 25 in the grand final and Anna Rossinelli has got a new material out. Daddy's, but the daddy isn't home. Released just a couple of days ago as well. Big thanks to the Hit Hunter for that. Our very own Radio International Hit Hunter, alias Sir David Mann. <laughs> so good, so good. And hour number four, David will also be back because we do have a big tribute to the late Patricia Bredin, who was the UK's very first Eurovision entrant, and she sang the first song in English at the contest. And it also was the shortest that ever made it into the final of the Eurovision Song Contest. To that, uh, more a little bit later on. And Jada, we got an interview as well in our final hour. And if you can squeeze in as well, we're going to do Monica Linkita 2, courtesy of Eric. But now it's time to listen to the new song by Anna Rossinelli. Taking you through the summer, this is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. New. new. told me a lie I guess they were right I hope I would stay unknown They told me it's best to cover the fight when the day will come And that he Hold me tight and cover my eyes 
It feels like an unknown pain I guess so it goes This is how it goes But I'm always wondering why Anna Rossinelli from Switzerland. Daddy isn't home. New song by the Swiss entry to the Eurovision Song Contest 2011. Time now for the latest news from the for the latest Eurovision news now. And for that, I'll, I'll be joined by Nick Van Liet from ERCExtra.com. Now on Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience, it's time for the very latest Eurovision news. Welcome to the Eurovision news of this week. Let's kick off with a microstate in San Marino. SMR TV have confirmed that Una Voce per San Marino will once again be their selection method for the Eurovision Song Contest. Since 2022, San Marino have elected their act for Eurovision through Una Voce per San Marino. Federico Pedini Amati just confirmed that they are going to repeat this process again in 2024. During an interview with San Marino's broadcaster SMR TV, Pedini Amati talked about the tourism scene in San Marino, stating that hotels are 90% booked in August. He also highlighted some of the cultural events happening in the country and finally he confirmed that Una Voce per San Marino will once again take place next year. San Marino has entered the contest 13 times since debuting in 2008. The country has never managed to place that high, with their best result being 19th with Say Nanana by Serhat. This year's the Peak Jacks were elected to wave the Samarinese flag with like an animal. The band placed 16th in the second semi-final. Portugal then have broken their curse. When Sweden hosted in 2013, Portugal did not participate. When Sweden hosted in 2016, Portugal did not participate either. 
but the curse has been broken. Portugal's broadcaster RTP have confirmed that they will participate in the Eurovision Song Contest 2024 in Malmö, Sweden. For their selection, Portugal will obviously stick with the national final fans are familiar with Festival da Canção. RTP has the right to invite 14 artists for the, from the country to participate and another 6 entries will be selected from submitted songs. Thus, Festival da Canção will feature 20 songs in total. According to RTP, the song submission has opened today and will stay open until October the 15th. All people with Portuguese nationality or those without a Portuguese nationality living in Portugal are welcome to apply. Mimikat won Festival da Canção this year with Ai Curaçao and placed and represented Portugal in Liverpool. Uh, she qualified for the grand final and uh, there finished 23rd with her song with 59 points. Sadly then, fan favourite Bosnia and Herzegovina will not return to the Eurovision Song Contest next year. Bosnia and Herzegovina are a country that has frequently delivered memorable performances at Eurovision, but it has been over seven years since Bosnia last participated. BHRT, the Bosnian national broadcaster, have confirmed that we will not see them next year. They have confirmed to ESC today that they will not be making a comeback at the contest next year in Malmo. This absence is primarily due to the economic and financial struggles, particularly difficulties with license fees in relation to funding caps that BHRT have been facing for the past couple of years. Last time we saw Bosnia on the Eurovision stage was in 2016 when the contest was held in Sweden as well. Unfortunately, as the contest returns there, um, Bosnia will not be taking to the stage. We can only hope that they will be making a comeback in the future with Luxembourg returning. All hope is not lost. So let's hope to see Bosnia again soon. Um, plans may be in place for Monaco to return at some point in the future, as the new broadcaster TV Monaco will be launching on September the 1st, 2023. This will normally be too soon uh, to um, to participate in Malmo, but the all-new TV Monaco team will move to its studios in Fontvieille in France. A total of 100,000 euros was allocated last year to bring Monaco back to the contest. Their last participation dates back to 2006. Moving on then to Serbia. Serbia have opened submissions for Bezmaza Eurovisio. The search to find the artist who will represent Serbia at Eurovision 2024 has officially begun. The 2024 Eurovision season is beginning as various countries have started to accept song submissions. RTS have now provided an update on their plans. Earlier this month, they already confirmed participation, but most recently, RTS revealed more details. Besmaze Eurovisio will return once again. Serbia's methods for Eurovision uh, representative choosing methods have varied over the past couple of years, but they have normally opted for a national final. Beovisio and Besmaze Eurovisio are the most recent ones. Besmaze Eurovisio will mark the third consecutive year for that show to take place. All applications made to RTS by prospective competitors will be reviewed by a panel of musical experts within RTS who will assess entrants and their compositions based on their musical and artistic quality. RTS has advised that if no composition meets the required standards, they have the right to choose the song independently. 
Further information regarding the selection process can be found on their website, but it's only in Serbian. RTS have also confirmed that the national selection process will once again involve a 50-50 weighting between an expert jury comprised of eminent musical and media professionals alongside the general public. The artists with most votes cumulatively will have the chance to represent Serbia in Malmö. Last year, Luke Black won the show Pesma Zerovizio and his song Salomisa Spava placed 24th in the grand final in Liverpool. Switzerland then have confirmed internal selection plans for next year. Swiss broadcaster SRF has announced their plans regarding Eurovision 2024. They will organize an internal selection process and applications can be sent between the 10th and 24th of August. Submissions can be sent directly to the broadcaster and must follow specific rules. Only the copyright holder can submit songs and can enter up to five submissions. It is not necessary to have a singer yet at this stage. A demo version can be offered too. Performers or copyright holders do not need to have a Swiss nationality. However, in case of a tie, Swiss participants will be given preference. Anyone entering a song should be available for rehearsals and promotional events from January to May and should obviously be committed to representing the country in Malmö. So Switzerland off to an internal selection once more. Um, moving on then, national selections have been a bit of a hassle this year because in a response to the letter ERT um, sent against the use of fame story by CIBC, the EBU clarified the relevant national selection news. Quick throwback, the Greek broadcaster spoke out last week in question of the ability for Cypriot broadcaster to use the Greek show to select their competitor for Eurovision. The Greeks were not happy with the Cypriot neighbors using a Greek show. Fame Story is a reality television singing contest broadcast in Greece, won by Galomira in 2004. It was announced to be returning as well as serving as the national selection for Cyprus for next year. Seeing this as a possibility against the rules, ERT sent a letter to the EBU claiming their broadcasting rights for Eurovision were being violated. CIBC received a request for information. The EBU ultimately expanded the rules concerning uh, the organizing, organizing of national selections. Each participating broadcaster must now produce their own selection that airs in their own country. In Parent Newspaper, they say, the organization of the national selection of each EBU member must not violate the exclusivity of rights of the participants of the other participating broadcasters of the other countries. Each national selection of a representative for Eurovision should be undertaken and organized under the exclusive control of each participating broadcaster. The organization and production may not be subcontracted except with the prior approval of the EBU. The national selections must be organized and televised nationally in the participating broadcaster's country and on the participating broadcaster's own EBU member channel. Therefore, this means that Cyprus will now be airing a national final live from Nicosia in January. Greece have not yet confirmed that participation for Malmö will probably do so soon. So, drama between Greece and Cyprus there. Less drama coming from Slovakia, as RTVS have revealed that it is considering returning to the Eurovision Song Contest in 2025. The head of PR and communications, Zuzana Vichelova, has revealed to Erofestivales that the channel is considering it in a return, as they say we are thinking of participating. 
this statement is supported by the Director General, Mr. Lubos Marcha. Marcha took over as Director General in 2022, and it comes following a change in the funding model of the Slovak broadcaster. Earlier this year, RTVS confirmed that they will once again be absent uh, in 2023 and 2024. But funding will be changing and there may be a chance of Slovakia returning next year. Then we have some MTV VMA nominations for Monaskin and um, Sam Ryder. So check out our article on the website because you can read all about the MTV VMAs and the chances of success for our Eurovision heroes, Marleskin and Sam Ryder. If you want to head over to our website, you can also see a very interesting LEGO Eurovision 2023. The annual LEGO interpretation of the Eurovision Song Contest Grand Final has arrived. In 9 minutes and 25 seconds, Alexandra Kroger has taken 6 months to, pr- uh, to prep the video, but it is now there, so head over to our website and have a watch of the Eurovision 2023 in LEGO. Sad news coming out from the United Kingdom then, as their first Eurovision participant, Patricia Bredin, has died at the age of 88. Uh, Patricia Breedin, who was 88 years old, was selected to compete at Eurovision for the UK in 1957. While Eurovision began a year before, the BBC BBC famously chose to organise their own contest in 1956, the Festival of British Popular Songs. Spotted by the BBC while singing at the Savoy Hotel in London, Breedin sang the UK's first Eurovision song called All, a lost song that eventually finished in seventh place. It is also the shortest Eurovision entry, one of them at least, clocking in at 1 minute and 52 seconds. Although, although Breedin performed it live at the contest in Frankfurt, the song was never recorded, so it never placed on the British charts. Outside of Eurovision, she was an acclaimed singer and actor as she began her career as a member of the Operatic Society in Hull, her hometown, as she went on to star in several British films such as Free as Air and The Treasure of Monte Cristo. Um, Patricia Braden began a long legacy of Eurovision entries for the United Kingdom. Our thoughts and prayers are, of course, with Patricia's family and friends at these difficult times. Moving on then to uh, the music of the week, and we have chosen something a bit summary. Elena Tsagrinu represented Cyprus at Eurovision recently, and she's now back with a song about chocolate ice cream. It's called Socolata Pagodo. And we're more than happy for you guys to go and listen to that one right now. So enjoy Socolata Pagoto by Elena Sagrino. Bye guys. Radio International for all the fans of the Eurovision Song Contest. New. 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 Ξέρω ζηλεύεις όταν με βλέπεις Να μου μιλάνε άλλοι εκατό Σαν εσένα έχω άλλους δέκα Απόψε αν δεν έρθεις εδώ Το ξέρω ζηλεύεις όταν με βλέπεις Να μου μιλάνε άλλοι εκατό Σαν εσένα έχω άλλους δέκα Απόψε αν δεν έρθεις εδώ Όταν με βλέπει από κοντά παθαίνει εγκεφαλικό Ιώνει για μένα σαν να είναι σοκολάτα παγωτό Δεν με φτάνει, είμαι σαν την Barbie Κλείσε το τηλέφωνο βραδιάτικα Το 
φωτιά Είμαι τρελαμένη, τόσο κολλημένη Πώς να σε κάνω να δεις καθαρά Σωστό ή λάθος, μου με πάθος Κι όλα τα υπόλοιπα ξεχνάτα Όταν με βλέπει από κοντά παθαίνει εγκεφαλικό Λιώνει για μένα σαν να είναι σοκολάτα παγωτό Το, 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 έχει μείνει παγωτό Το, 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 το And there was Elena Zagrino's new song called uh, uh, Socolata Pagvto. And uh, thank you very much to Nick Van Liet for the Eurovision News. Now let's have, of course, Elena's song that she did have at the Eurovision Song Contest. Uh, it was back in, when was it again? Oh my God, so many. 2021. It's just two years ago. Cyprus. And let's go and enjoy uh, El Diablo. Hello, guys. This is Elena Tsagrinou from Cyprus. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song, El Diablo. Enjoy. El Diablo, El Diablo. I gave it up, I gave it up because he tells me I'm his angel. I'm his angel. Now we're gonna burn in a party. With wire, that's fire, that's how we lose Hot on the side of shot and the bodies The taco, the mali, yeah that's my move On this spicy, melts my icy edges, baby it's true Tonight we're gonna burn in a party It's heaven and hell with you Mama, mama, see the, tell me what to do Do la, lo, la, lo, la, I'm breaking the rules
another great piece of music there from uh, Cyprus in 2021. Elena Zagrino and El Diablo. Thanks very much to Nick for the news and introducing to us Elena's new song called Soko Lata Pagvdo. So <laughs> that's a bit funny how to say it. P A G W T O. And maybe our language skilled uh, uh, man from UK, uh, Alistair Randall, he might know how to say it. Ellie, do you know how to say this? P A G W T O. Supposed to be Greek? Pagoto. Uh, say that again? Pagoto. 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 Yeah, pa- that's it. Pagoto. <laughs> Is funny. Thank you very much. Okay, let's go and play the jingle as well, and then we do the Eurovision Spotlight. The Eurovision Spotlight on Radio International. This week... It's a big pleasure to have Alistair Randall back on the show for the next half hour. For the Eurovision Spotlight, and we do the double threes. Hi, Ellie, how are you? Hello, good evening, bonsoir, goeienavond, buenas tardes, buonoite, dobrovetje, joestet, huvelita, and a ganz guten Abend for iedereen zu Letzeburg. Good evening, everyone. Speaking Luxembourgish. Oh, I'm amazed! I'm amazed, and uh, and I would like to say a big hello to to Alain Ferrotti in German, uh, in Luxembourg actually he is, and uh, he said, well now that Luxembourg is part of Eurovision family again, uh, we sh- should also be greeted in Letzburg. And uh, Ellie did this so nicely, and and tell me, did you do it all out of your head, or you have it on paper? I'm afraid for the Luxembourgish, I did need to use a little bit of Google Translate, but uh, yeah. Good and Nice, nice. Oh, this is lovely. Yeah, we're so happy to have Luxembourg back in the Eurovision family. And uh, the national final takes place next year. Um, end of January, I think it is. Do, do you have the date by, by any chance? Um, I think it's the very last weekend in January. I can't remember exactly what date it is, but it's taking okay. place uh, not actually in the capital city. It's taking place uh, in a town just outside. But amazingly, the whole of Luxembourg has free public transport, so it'll be easy to get to. Uh, there's a hotel right beside the arena and uh, really looking forward to it. Um, just keeping an eye on ticket sales, because I think going to a Luxembourg national final, well, we've not had the chance to do that for many, 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 many years. <laughs> Was there ever one? <laughs> I don't know if they ever had one before. I don't think, to be honest, I don't think they ever had. I think they might have had one one year, possibly in 1992, just before they finished, uh, when they sang a song in Luxembourgish. But, uh, yeah, the vast majority of times they did an internal selection, and usually from some poor woman from France, not actually anyone actually from Luxembourg. Well, the national final is going to be on uh, the 20. 20- I'm just reading it off. 27th of January, coming from uh, a city in Luxembourg called, let me just, uh, Esch sur Alzette. Esch sur Alzette. <laughs> okay, yep. so so book your tickets if you want to go there. That's fantastic. So I might I might go. And and you also mentioned before that you, you're planning to, to uh, give yep. a visit to Luxembourg. Yeah. Planning, planning to go because I think it'll be fun. There's quite a few people from the UK who are looking forward to going, so we're all just ready for ticket announcements to be made. But there'll be quite a few UK fans heading to Luxembourg. Now, what kind of song would you expect from Luxembourg to come in? A ballad, a pop song? 
Well, I hope they send something that has quite a bit of their own language in it. Um, Litzeburger pop is not a genre you hear very often. Um, I, w I would like to hear a contemporary pop song, quite honestly, something that would fit in quite nicely on the radio, that would fit in quite nicely in Eurovision. Obviously, you know, Luxembourg doesn't have a big music scene, so they are going to you know, need someone who's got stage presence and can perform as well as sing. But, uh, but no, I think a bit like San Marino, I'm hoping Luxembourg will be one of those countries that um, just goes for it every year now. Lovely. Let's go and see how it develops and uh, what they're coming up with. And I know that uh, because on press releases we have received many, many. Uh, um, they're already working on on the selection of uh, of the uh, getting the the, the final uh, lined up and the songs being written. And uh, they're reaching out for people also up, up from abroad, so which is quite nice. So let's see how it turns out to be in uh, on the twenty seventh of January. But now let's do the double freeze. Okay, so we are a few more countries to go tonight. We have got coming up later Spain, uh, but the first three that we're going to hear are from Slovenia. Now, they're a country that have taken part actually 28 times in Eurovision. Uh, they debuted in 1993, uh, and that's actually the first song that we're going to listen to tonight. And now, interestingly, 1993, uh, as some listeners will, will remember, it had a pre-selection for what we then called the Eastern Bloc countries. It was hosted in Slovenia, and it was won by Slovenia. Uh, that's what I'm going to say. Uh, Bosnia and Croatia also qualified that year as well. Slovenia actually did come the most least successful, though, out of those three in Eurovision. It's got nine points um, and coming 22nd in the contest that was held in Mill Street. But they do they do make history as the first of that sort of new era countries uh, to take part in Eurovision. They're called the, the NX Band, One X, uh, lead singer Cole Moretti, who has taken part in the Slovenian final uh, on a few other occasions as well. He co-wrote the song um, uh, along with Tomasz Kosec. Like I say, came 22nd with just nine points, beat some bigger names like Dalia Schweiger uh, in the national final and Regina, both of whom will take place later. But in 1993, their entry was Quiet Rainy Day, or as they say in Slovenian, Tish de Jevandan.
Wow, so nice, relaxing sounds from Slovenia there. That was the entry from Slovenia in 1993 by 1X Band. And uh, the song is entitled, <laughs> that's a bit difficult to say, uh, T. Dezeven Dan. And Ali is with us. We're doing the double three. So, uh, ha- did I say it right, Ali? Almost, almost. Tich de Zevan Dan. Almost. You're so fast at this. You're so skilled. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Ross and me. <laughs> 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 okay, let's see how, how, how are you going to be doing the next one. But well, so we're going to move 15 years later now. We're going to go up to 2008. Uh, Slovenia didn't have that far to travel that year. They headed down to down the road to Belgrade um, when Serbia hosted the contest. Uh, this is a great song. Really like this song. And the singer, Rebecca Tremel, uh, has actually been one of our Eurofest guests over the years. She was our guest about three or four years ago, and she was absolutely fantastic live. Um, this is one of those songs that suffered that cruel fate of just missing out. It came 11th mm. in its semi-final. Uh, of course, it's called Vragnaj uh, Zame. It's written by Josep Miani Pipi and Igor Amon Mazul. Um, oddly, for reasons I've never quite worked out, when it was translated into English, um, it was entitled Heavy Weather, uh, which is always a slightly odd translation. She performed that version, I think it was at the Greek national final. Um, she was one of those people who really did the promo around in 2008. She was at a lot of national finals. Um, she did all the Euro Club parties, really embraced the Eurovision experience. It was a fantastic live performance, very memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, so a shame it just missed out, but it's uh, it's definitely one that's worth listening to again. And like I say, great singer, great song. From 2008, Rebecca Tramell sings Vrag Nai Uzame. Slovenia. 2008. Sama na zadnja suza za te oči. Brišem sljedeći ih pustuje pora. Ti
everyone, my name is Rebecca Dremel, I'm coming from Slovenia, and you're all listening to GP on Radio International. Oh, she's, she's such a sweetheart, actually. I enjoyed interviewing her, and she was telling me that she actually uh, is publishing her own underwear. Design her own underwear and, and sells it as well. Did you know that, Ellie? I didn't. Uh, funnily enough, I wasn't looking for ladies' underwear recently. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Not recently, in 2008. <laughs> well... Number 11 in the semi-final, uh, their semi-final one, Vragnaj Zame, that is, and Rebecca Dremel for Slovenia. And uh, let's go and have another cracker from Slovenia now, the final one in the double threes. Yeah, Part we're one. bringing you a little bit up to date now. We're bringing you to the 2019 contest, which of course took place in Tel Aviv. Uh, Slovenia's national final was held in February. A pretty strong lineup. We had people like Charlie Mason, who'd written a number of Eurovision songs, wrote a song. Uh, there was a song by a lady called Kim uh, that was written by Mariah, who'd been representing Serena before. Also, Jimmy Anson, who's written about a million songs for Melody Festival of Ireland. Uh, but one of the uh, the songs that won it went into a super final with a lady called Raven. Uh, they tied for first place. They both went into the super final, uh, but with quite a substantive lead. Uh, the winner of the super final and then flying the flag for Slovenia in the 2019 contest was uh, quite an interesting duo called uh, Zala Kail and Gaspar Chantel. Uh, they've now amalgamated their names, thankfully, and now go by the uh, the name of Zala Gaspar, uh, which kind of makes sense. They've had a number of hits uh, in Slovenia over the years, but this was the song that really made them, and it's a fascinating song, this. It, people were really writing this off, but I absolutely loved it, and I was delighted when it made it through to the final. So delighted that I actually fell off my chair at Euroclub where I was watching it. Um, but it was a, it's, it, it's a slightly hypnotic performance, almost a bit of a creepy performance, I think it's fair to say. Uh, but that is kind of what adds to it. They just stare at each other, almost ignoring everything that's going on around them. And it just kind of sucks you in. And I'm really glad this got the recognition uh, it deserved. Uh, in Eurovision itself, it made it to uh, 15th place in the grand final. But a song called Sebi, and the act is Zalakail and Gashba Chantel. 2019. Slovenia. <laughs> Ich habe keine Ahnung, 
It's already finished. I was just blown away by that piece of music, actually. Uh, Zala and Gaspar and Zebi was the Slovenian entry in 2019. Hit number 15 in Tel Aviv. Wow. Over to Ali. Indeed. Yeah, see what I mean? It's quite a hypnotic song, that. And it sort of, uh, yeah, it draws you in. Then it's like, oh, it's finished. There we are. Okay, so we're moving now to Spain for our next country. Uh, final three for tonight. They've won the contest twice, of course, once back in 1968, once back in 1969. Uh, they've taken part on a whopping 62 occasions, but um, well, I was going to say success has been far between recently, but then, of course, Chanel last year did really well, but uh, not to be for Blanca with A-I-I-I-A, or whatever it was called this year. Uh, but the first song that I'm going to play for Spain for tonight is a real all-time Eurovision classic, um, probably one of the best Eurovision songs from the 70s. It's the group Mothidades, the fabulous song, Eres Tu. Oh, let's go and enjoy that one. Spain. 1973. Thanks, Ali, for selecting that one in your double threes. It's uh, greetings out to Eya Rantanen in Stockholm. She just loves that piece of music. Como una promesa eres tú, eres tú. Como una mañana de verano. Como una sonrisa eres tú, eres tú. Así, así eres tú Toda mi esperanza eres tú, eres tú Como lluvia fresca en mis manos Como fuerte brisa
It is the Mosedades from Spain. It is Eres 2. It came second. It almost won the Eurovision Song Contest back in 1973 for Sunny Spain. And it's so nice to hear that song again. Thank you very much for once again, Eddie, to put it on the list. Over to you. Okay, so we're going to move forward 10 years to, uh, well, from one of Spain's most successful to one that sadly really is one of their least successful. It was one of two songs in the 83 contest in Munich to get the dreaded Milpois. And interestingly, they were next to each other in the running order. We'd have uh, poor old Turkey with the uh, the legendary uh, opera, get Milpois. Uh, and then along came Spain with, uh, well, a woman who proves that failure at Eurovision uh, is no barrier to a career because she's one of Spain's biggest flamenco stars over the years. Her full name, Maria Dolores Amaya Vega. Could you get more Spanish than that? Or as we know at Eurovision, Remedios Amaya. She sang the fabulous Que Maneja Mi Barca who, as Terry Wogan once memorably transcribed it, who stole me boat. Uh, I think it's something about who is sailing this sailboat of mine. It's a, it's a dramatic song. She's barefoot. She wears a bathrobe. She struts around the stage. All the confetti from Sweet Dreams to UK entry got stuck to her feet. But we don't mind because this, this is a Eurovision classic for Spain. A grand total of zero points from 1983. Emilia Amaya, Ken Maneja Mi Barca. 1983 hit number 19 uh, Remedios uh, well, try that again Remedios Amaya and the uh, the song Kin Menea Mi Baca <laughs> maybe it's Menecha Mi Baca who knows maybe only Spanish people know that over to you Ali for the final song 
the final song, the final song from Spain, and well, as anyone who knows me knows that my all-time favourite Eurovision song is, of course, from Spain. So obviously, we had to play this. It is, of course, uh, the song that opened the 1990s at Eurovision. Admittedly, with a bit of a false start, they walked on stage. Nothing happened. They walked off. They came back again, and then the song finally started. I think we all know who we're talking about. It is the fabulous Bandido from Afrocard Moreno. It doesn't get better than this at Eurovision, quite frankly. It's a powerful song. They look amazing. They sing amazing. This song has gone down in Eurovision history, quite rightly, as an iconic performance of a great song. You still hear it at Eurovision Party. It was great to hear it on the dance floor at Euroclub, and I don't think this will ever be bettered. So uh, a great way to round off the double threes tonight. The Spanish entry from 1990, which came fifth, uh, despite the uh, the false start from Bandido and the sisters, the Salazar sisters, known as Afulcar Moreno. Spain. 1990. Thank you very much, Ali, and we'll see you again in a few weeks' time when we have another double three. If I think it is, or are we then going to go Swedish? I I don't know yet. Whatever we do, it'll be fun. Yeah, indeed. Looking forward to chat with you again. And now let's go and enjoy Bandido. Get the castanets out. Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience with JP. Radio International. What's up, guys? I'm John. And I'm Edward. Here we are, Jedward. And we're representing Arden in Eurovision this year. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. Who, Edward? <laughs> JP. JP? JP. I wonder what the JP stands for. And this is our song, Waterline. Yeah. Enjoy. I am your 
is Greta and Beyonce and we are from Iceland and you are listening to Radio International with JP and this is Greta's song and it's called Never Forget. Enjoy! This is Bravo from Israel. You are listening to Radio International with JP. And this is our song, Time. Enjoy! Hi, this is David Lindgren from Sweden. You are listening to Radio International with JP. Enjoy! Wanna show you we can do this better There's no way we're giving up Wanna show you there is no surrender There's no way we're gonna stop We've been living for too long Through the barrel of a gun Now it's time to spread the love And our hearts will beat as one So put your hands up to the sky I 
Uhu! Hello everybody, my name is Vova. My name is Timur. I am Alex. We are the hosts of the Eurovision Song Contest 2017 in Ukraine. And you're listening to Radio International with JP. Enjoy the show and celebrate diversity with us. And welcome back to the final hour, hour number four. Started us off with uh, David Lindgren from Sweden. Participant in the uh, national final in Sweden a few times. They also hosted it quite successfully as well. Shouted out was his offering in 2012. That was when Lorraine took the trophy and went to represent Sweden at Eurovision in Baku. And won it. The same like she did this year. But David Lindgren got fourth place with Shout It Out. And David's got a new song, Om Interdu, that's coming up in two songs from now. But also, we do have a tribute to uh, the late Patricia Bredin, who was the first ever entry, entrant to the Eurovision Song Contest from the United Kingdom. And David Mann is in the wings to give us that tribute after we've heard the new songs by David as well as our next song A Friend in London Remember those guys? Yeah? Hi, this, this is, is A Friend in London, London from, from Denmark, Denmark. You're, you're listening to Radio International with JP and this is our song New, new Tomorrow Enjoy 2011 Denmark Come on girls, in this crazy, crazy world You're the diamonds, you're the pearls Let's make a new tomorrow Today Wake up, slow down, do nothing right now Breathe in, breathe out Did we forget how to live, to dream And what it all means, it's like we
What a nice entry to the Eurovision Song Contest. It hit number five for Denmark in 2011, A New Tomorrow, by a friend in London. And the lead singer is Tim Shu. And he's got a new song out. It's called Ashes. New. new. Last night I saw the fabric of the solar system I swear it looked just like the neurons in my brain insistent Gotta check myself before I wreck myself But I already did it So what the hell I'm terrified of coming down I'm scared our time is running now Tell me where's my mind Don't look at me now Don't look at me now, yeah Feel the fire, like my heart is burning Can't decide if this is bad or the good kind of hurting Gotta check myself, before I wreck myself But I already did it, now I'm someone else I'm terrified of coming down I'm scared our time is running now Tell me where's my mind, don't look at me And that's Tim Shu and his new song called Ashes, released from August, uh, a couple of days ago actually, as well, and uh, actually this week, from Denmark. And uh, he was the, fr the frontman, the lead singer of A Friend in London. Now, also a new song released now from David or David Lindgren. It's called Om Interdu. New. 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 Out of Sweden. Varför lyser solen upp min dag? Om inte du, varför passar din hand så bra? Om inte du, varför hoppar hjärtat över Om inte du, skulle jag bara vara Se ni fram till 
med mig nu Och hand i hand ska vi vandra genom livet nu för alltid Jag kan inte färga mig, mitt hjärta säger jag vill vara med dig Även om du sårar mig, jag skulle göra It is David Lindgren and uh, Om Inter Du from Sweden. Brand new song release there. It is Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience as we now have a little tribute. In fact, it's a big tribute to a big artist from the United Kingdom that has passed away at the age of 88. And here comes David Mann to give us the tribute. Radio International. Oh, I love it. Europe's number one. Yeah. (laughs) 
Sad news reached us this week of the loss of the UK's very first Eurovision representative, Patricia Breeden, who passed away at her home in Nova Scotia in Canada on August 13th, 2023, at the age of 88. Patricia Breeden was plucked out of relative obscurity at age 22 when she was spotted by BBC bosses singing at London's Savoy Hotel and offered the job of performing a song called All on the BBC's Festival of British Popular Songs in 1957. The rather odd format of the programme, hosted by David Jacobs, saw Patricia only perform the song in the final of the contest on February the 12th, with each of the six songs performed there twice by different performers. It was Raynell Reeford and Alan Strank's song All in the version performed by Patricia that was voted into top spot by the 10-12 member regional juries. And Patricia, along with orchestra conductor Eric Robinson, represented the UK at the 1957 contest in Frankfurt. Speaking in 2016, Patricia said that singing with a large orchestra was wonderful and she had fond memories of her Eurovision participation, although she wasn't quite so complimentary about the song itself, which brought the UK a seventh place on the final scoreboard. Patricia Breeden was born in Hull, Yorkshire in 1935, grew up on the west side of the city and attended the Newland School for Girls. Her singing career began as a member of the Hull Operatic Society, performing in shows at Hull City Hall and other local venues. Her break with the BBC was something of a surprise to her, as the new medium of television was something she knew little about, but as she later put it, if they're offering you candy, you don't say no to candy. 
Patricia's song All at just 1 minute and 52 seconds remained the shortest Eurovision entry from 1957 until Finland's even shorter song in 2015. And it's important to remember that Eurovision was uh, something of an unknown quantity in the UK in 1957 without the high profile it enjoys now. So it's perhaps not quite so surprising that Patricia never recorded the song commercially. Indeed, Patricia's recorded catalogue is extremely limited, but all was picked up and recorded as a cover by British male vocalist Robert Earle. Earl, with his cover of the UK's first Eurovision entry, All, recorded for Philips in 1957 with Wally Stott and his orchestra. While Patricia Breedin was performing All and the Festival of British Popular Songs and then at Eurovision in Germany, she was already in rehearsal for a leading role in a new West End stage musical called Freer's Air, which opened at London's Savoy Theatre on June 6, 1957, playing the role of Island Girl Molly. Here's Patricia Breedin performing A Man from the Mainland. What's the matter with you today, Molly? It's her. She's what's the matter. The new lady? She's so beautiful. Well, where's the harm in that? 
Well, if she's as beautiful as that. Just think what the men must be like. From the mainland, Patricia Breedin performing on the original cast album of the Julian Slade and Dorothy Reynolds musical Free as Air from 1957. 
As well as her stage work, Patricia Breeden worked as a film actress, appearing in a number of late 50s film and television productions. She appeared alongside Roger Moore in the television series Ivanhoe in 1958, appeared with Ian Carmichael and Alastair Sim in the British film comedy Left, Right and Centre, co-starred in The Treasure of Monte Cristo and co-starred alongside Ian Carmichael once again in another 1959 comedy production, Desert Mice. In the role of Susan in the film, Patricia gets to sing and she asks the organiser of the concert party if she can have a chance too. Mr Bennett! Would you like a cup of tea, Mr Bennett? Oh, thank you. Don't you remember? Susan Lee. I won your amateur talent contest at Han Bay last year, remember? Oh yes, yes, of course I remember. You remember, Gay? I wondered if you could find a place for me in your troupe here. I'm sorry, dear, we're full up with professionals. Come on, Bert. Needless to say, it's not long before Susan does get her chance and her performance of Till the Right Time Comes gets a rapturous reception. Till the right time comes Never fall for romantic illusion For it's all a snare and delusion Till the right time comes When I was a child at my mother's knee My mother sang words of wisdom to me She warned me of dangers down in the wood For not every stranger's kindly and good Till the right time comes Never fall can tell when under the moon when soft words are spoken wisdom departs those same words have broken so many hearts till the right time comes never fall for romantic illusion for it's all a smell and What girl doesn't yearn for big city lights, the butterfly days and glamorous nights? But when men start winking, though it seems nice, it's safer to think of mother's advice. Till the right time comes, never fall for romantic illusion, for it's all a Patiently wait, for love will arrive before it's too late. No changing for new loves, no false alarms. I'll wait till my true love's here in my arms. Till the right time comes, never for it's all a Patricia 
Bishop Breeden as Susan with Till the Right Time comes from the 1959 J. Arthur Rank film Desert Mice, a song that Patricia did actually record and release as a single that year with the song co-written by Philip Green and the music arranged and conducted by Ronnie Aldrich. Patricia Breeden also appeared on stage in America, taking over from Julie Andrews as Guinevere in the Broadway production of Camelot for three months in mid-April 1962. Patricia continued with occasional television appearances back home too, appearing in the BBC's Winston Churchill 90th birthday celebrations in 1964. And that was also the year in which she married Welsh singer and actor Ivor Emanuel, a well-known face of the time on British television. Their marriage lasted two years. It was while Patricia was fulfilling an engagement as a guest cabaret artist on board the Cunard liner QE2 that she met and fell for Canadian millionaire businessman Charles McCulloch. Unfortunately, Charles passed away soon after the couple were married in 1979, and Patricia had not only to deal with the loss of her new husband, but also the financial ramifications of the inheritance of his business interests. The legal wrangling was long and protracted, but the widowed Patricia put a lot of energy into breeding prize cattle, and this was the subject of her 1989 book, My Fling on the Farm. Patricia Breeden McCulloch passed away on August 13, 2023, at the age of 88. And after we hear just a few words from Patricia herself, we'll go back to a television performance from Boxing Day 1959, when Patricia appeared on the BBC's The Good Old Days, a show that recalled the glory days of British Music Hall in the Victorian and Edwardian era, complete with audience participation. Patricia's medley of old musical songs concludes with an 1891 hit reckoned to have sold over 5 million copies of its cheap music. It's the not inappropriately titled After the Ball is Over that concludes our short tribute to the UK's first ever Eurovision singer, Patricia Breedin. May she rest in peace. I would never want to be a wannabe. You know, I mean, I had a wonderful career and enjoyed it. And then, you know, you go on to something else. And now, just existing is my primary priority. I'd like to join in the next
She rest in peace. And that is Patricia Bredin, who passed away at the age of 88. A big thanks to David Mann for this fantastic Eurovision cover spot. the Eurovision Depression as your favorite Eurovision radio shows are available at one place. Oh, no! Every week, not only Europe's top Eurovision radio show presenters produce a wide variety of great Eurovision radio shows for you to listen to, but even beyond, such as Australia and Canada, just to mention a few. Oh, joy! Should you miss the live broadcast of these favorite Eurovision radio shows, fear not, as the website of Radio International, www.radiointernational.tv keeps all these shows in the show archive for you to listen to whenever you want. Bookmark it now on your web browser or even better, subscribe to the podcast via www.radiointernational.tv and you will never have to miss your favorite Eurovision radio shows. Radio and uh, now let's go to Sweden. Hi, this is Bishara from Sweden. You're listening to Radio International with JP. And this is my song on my own. Enjoy. 2019. Till I get wake up all alone in my bed 
Bishara. That young fella, he came second to John Lundvig in Melody Festival in 2019. Too Late for Love was the winner and went to represent Sweden at Eurovision 2019 in Tel Aviv. But this was second. Young Bishara. And he's got his new song out. Let's go and enjoy that one. It's called... Where is it? It's gone. It's out oh, here. Peace of mind. Let's go and play it. the top and make it fall in love yeah it's right i figured it's time for me to get back and take what's mine been a few seasons needed some peace of mind to find the meaning that was deeper than gold watches and beamer stakes are high i needed to know how legends are born so day and night 424 i'm telling you gotta be Classic, they come around, just let and stay to sleep. Enjoying the past, thought it would last. Only it has been is what I'm called. Only bad check and break my walls. Every time she need me, tell her I will be there for you. Nothing I wouldn't do. Last night, I was writing about my story. Like, why was I always feeling lonely? Was I? Only meant to reach the top and make you fall in love Yeah, it's right I figured it's time for me to get back and take what's mine Been a few seasons, needed some peace of mind To find The meaning that was deeper than gold 
bitches and be mistakes Oh hi, I needed to know how legends are born So day and night, 424 I'm telling you gotta be known Well, can you really hear the voice has changed a bit? Bishara is growing up. Peace of mind. His new song, The Gentleman, took part, I think it was 12, at Melody Festival in 20, oh, maybe 15, I can't remember now. At Melody Festival in 2019, Peace of mind is new one. Final interview for today takes us to sunny Malta. And they had the pleasure to speak to Jada. We're at the Malta Eurovision Song Contest 2023. It's the day of the semi-final and with us is Giada from Malta. She's here and uh, she's no stranger because she took part at the national final previously. But first of all, hello, nice to meet you again. Hello to all the followers. Um, uh, yes, it's finally the day. We've been preparing for so long and I actually can't wait to perform for all the viewers tonight. <laughs> but uh, before when we met it was Jade, right? So wh why the name change? Um, I decided to have a stage name because I think every artist um, it's important to have a stage name because and actually Jada is Jade in Italian so and it's a name which my father used to call me when I was a little girl so <laughs> yes and then it came Jada. Fabulous but one other special thing is that you and your daddy have you're competing in the same semi-final that has never been in the history of the Eurovision Song Contest. So how does it feel to to uh, do that? Like, like you have a problem with your daddy, you're fighting, or <laughs> you're happy when he goes through, or he's happy when you go through? No, uh, basically, like two years ago, we had the chance to compete uh, in a festival, a Maltese festival, um, but we are together. And this time, yes, we're um, competing against each other. Honestly, I mean, it is a little bit awkward, I cannot lie, but uh, I'm happy either or. At the end of the day, he's my father. He my guidance since I was three years old and I depend on him a lot <laughs> so uh, that was I'm a very good happy. very good hint because the song is called I depend on you so tell us uh, about the song the message in it and uh, yeah what it is about basically I depend on you um, it talks about that it doesn't matter from which part of the world you're coming from because at the end of the day everyone should be able to depend on each other in order to have a much more peaceful um, life so. Okay, and who, who wrote the song? Were, were you part of the creation of it? Um, yes, I was part of it, and uh, but the person behind my song and even my dad, my dad's song, um, it's Melanie Georgiou from England, and she's our producer and manager, and she's taking care of us. <laughs> what is it that brings you back to this festival? Because you were there before, now you're coming back, so why? Basically, I believe that Eurovision is a big platform for every artist. Um, it's not always about winning because a lot of people watch this and you don't know what can come out from, from your performance. Um, the first two years were about dancing and singing. This year I focus more on my vocals, which I'm literally very happy about. And uh, I'm more excited actually uh, for the reaction of uh, my followers to watch it tonight. Yeah, dancing and singing. So what is your preference in that one? You, you prefer more to be a singer? 
or dancer? I actually can't decide, honestly. Because <laughs> then when I see a performance which has that upbeat, you know, it still gives me a little bit of a heartache. I don't know what to say. Mm -hmm. But uh, yes, I mean, either or, music is just a passion for me and it's more than just performing, you know. Uh, I know in Malta many of the of the singers have also got a different job or other other things they're going to do as well uh, besides of singing. So what what do you spend your time with when you don't sing? Dancing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm actually a junior universal banker, so I work in a bank. <laughs> And honestly, yes, sometimes it is a little bit difficult to like balance everything out because a full-time job is uh, obviously takes a lot of time. Um, but as I said, music is so important to me that I can't just leave it on the side. So you need to find time for everything. Exactly, it's very important. I think for me, also music, for me, is the first thing I switch on in the morning. And just to sing along with it and, and uh, have a good day, basically. That, that, that's what, what it does. Yeah. Um, uh, Eurovision has a big history in Malta. Uh, the Malta Eurovision itself, the national final called Eurosong before. What are your first memories of uh, the Malta Eurosong? Well, um, I think back in 2014, 2004 um, I was like four to six years old um, my dad competed the first time so I think from there onwards we were always backstage and involved in everything um, since we were little so from there onwards we watch Eurovision like every year we create parties and you know to watch it so um, it's been there since a long time ago and it's a dream obviously hopefully one day <laughs> I'll get to um, represent more. Now let's take your daddy's uh, participation out of, of uh, the next question but which of the artists and singers from the previous years you really looked up at? Um, I have to say I love Amber with the Warrior I think she's an artist which I look up to a lot because uh, she has the same uh, Style, let's say style, um, but I love her timbre of her voice and she's amazing. And she's hosting, co-hosting yes. with Glenn together. <laughs> and Eurovision Song Contest, if you win this, you go to the final. If you're amongst uh, the top 16, your, your chance is to get the ticket to Liverpool, to the Eurovision Song Contest. What are your memories from the first Eurovisions you watched? Well, honestly, I don't have a good memory. <laughs> But uh, last year, for example, there was a big favorite of mine, Chanel from Spain. So more, I think more, more. <laughs> she did everything um, I've imagined. I mean, it's so she did it so effortlessly and amazing. It was the first ever song and directly number three at Eurovision. Yes. Fantastic that was. Actually, and she's a dancer. <laughs> yes, as well. <laughs> well, my dad, um, uh, he didn't sing before. He, he entered with uh, his entry. It was his first time as well and he came third. So these things, you don't know how it's going to go, it you know. I mean, you take your chance, you do what you have to do. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's out of your control. So Now, did your, your daddy also give you advice how to do the Malta Eurovision Song Contest? Um, this year we had to take like <laughs> our own, uh, you know, because obviously he has his going on, so he can't do everything. Um, but uh, yes, we help each other a lot. I mean, at the end of the day, his guidance and his word is the final one because um, I believe in him and he believes in me and. I think it's very special to, have, to be both here, you know. Wow. Well, I must say to the audience listening in, uh, it's actually heavily raining outside in Malta, which is a rarity. Uh, it's so a very scary weather today. Um, hopefully it calms down a little bit for tonight, because I think people will <laughs> get scared, but hopefully they still come to watch us. Jada, thank you very much. All the best of luck for your you performance much. at the Malta Eurovision Song Contest and also for the time, the career afterwards. Thank you very much uh, for being here and for interviewing us. 
and I say bye to all the followers and obviously if they like my song um, they follow me <laughs> thank you very much thank you hi it's Jada from Malta you are listening to Radio International with JP and this is my song I depend on you enjoy extreme well, thank you very much to everybody tuning in to Radio International, the ultimate Eurovision experience. If it's on a podcast, on the radio station, on Facebook, thanks for your company as well. And uh, thanks to the artists that talked to us. Jada, for instance. We also had uh, Bragi, Linda Wachenmarkers. We're going to be having to move Lin- Monica Linkita to uh, the show in two weeks' time. Have a great time. Next week we have one special of summer hits. Summer dance hits for one hour on Radio International. Take care and have a great week. Bye-bye. Someone to pull through Cause I depend on you I depend on you I depend on you I depend on you I didn't know if you Still be there for me